0: And we're back, back again, here inside, With my where I hide, in my loneliness. So hello again everybody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the vocal prowess of Pam, I love, I love, hey, which you don't want to have so, uh, but other than so I, that. <laughs> I am seeing we've had some great uh, chat going on in the room while we've been off That's air. Um, can you guys hear us, okay? can hear us okay? Hopefully, I'm uh, still waiting for my feed to show that we are on air. But I think it always is a little bit of a delay. A delay. Here we are. Uh, I'm waiting for my feed to show, show off that we're on air. But I'm saying welcome. It always so is a little I bit. Lay. You can hear us. You know my. Uh, screen is lagging cold and dreary in western pa anna said but i know she's still happy because her number Mm -hmm. 91 uh the fabulous game and i good luck with the states i hope i hope the team can do it um i think that will be really exciting i saw that our dear friend brenda and our dear friend elena joined as well um Mm -hmm. In the chat room, Lena sang up in Maine, it's overcast and 34 degrees on the Maine coast. The next big storm for them is Monday night through Wednesday morning. They'll be getting the uh, snow, sleet, and lots of wind. We've actually had it pretty easy this winter uh, in the whole scheme of things, she said. Um, well, and Shell sang earlier in the week, it was just in the 50s for us in Vegas. Then yesterday, we hit about 71 and under a wind advisory. It seems like wind is a big theme. I, I saw that it was we have wind advisories going today here in my neck of the woods as well. Um, and it's overcast. It rained all day yesterday, though. It was cold and rainy and sleeting and no. snowing, but it was mostly rain. Very slappy. And Betty, thanks no, for raising hopefully. that. I was going to mention, she said, before I forget, happy International Women's Day to all. I hope you all had time Absolutely. to celebrate.
0: I did. I think uh, I watched uh, Fifty Shades of Grey with Kenzie.
1: Not a, There's no better way to celebrate Women's Day than celebrating with E.L. James's classic.
0: Yes. Yes, it was good. It was. I good. love it. So, anyway, so yeah, so we're. I uh, what I had to do is I had to shut everything down, replug in, and now I'm charging again. So we'll be good.
1: I'm glad. <sighs> Sorry for the delay, folks.
0: I was I, well, I've been looking for a new Cuter, computer, and you know I don't want I don't want to go. um no, you know, like Alexa Pro or anything, or uh, not Alexa mm-hmm. Pro, um, Lev- Livono or whatever it is, or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lenovo. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Again, because um, I really like using the Mac, and uh, I'm like trying to figure out how I'm going to afford this Mac at $100 a month. <laughs> Where in my budget am I going to do that? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, in any event, we we shall persevere. Yes. You know, because it, it, it the battery needs to be replaced. This is about seven years old, so. It has traveled well with me. It has gone through Europe. It's gone through the United States. <laughs> I, know.
1: I know. It it's really has fun. served you well. Mm-hmm. We're looking at laptops, too. Um, the girls are actually looking, but we had you know, in general, haven't had a new laptop probably in as mm-hmm. long, maybe even longer. Sabrina's is, is literally taped together <laughs> at this point <laughs> um, because there was a, you know, there was an incident <laughs> of it falling. Okay. Um, but okay, it, it still works, but um, hey. it really uh, just needs... We need updated. That's it. running out of memory. It's running, running. Out. It's running very slowly. Um, so, always fun. Always fun, fun is right. Good we morning, floor from sunny, sixty-four degrees um, in Florida. Mm-hmm. Florida. And um, Betty says, I feel like we should be hearing a word from today's sponsor. Maybe it could be a special commercial for William Williams Special Vintage. One bottle, and the cold is gone. <laughs> his, his vintage would cure anything mm-hmm. and Brenda said 60 to 80s here in New Orleans we didn't really have a winter I hope it stays that way and enjoy that mm-hmm. good weather of yours exactly
0: I mean I just, just so long as next weekend when we're
1: heading to Bruce yes. So yeah, I'm not um, sure if podcasters remember Pam has a little bit of a thing for Bruce Springsteen. She, she's a, I'm she's a small am not obsessed at all. And yes. Very in, small. Uh, a minor. Only, I've
0: only seen him a handful of times. So we're going.
1: <laughs> we were able to, fortunate enough to get tickets to see Bruce Springsteen at the Bryce Jordan Center in at Penn State. And a shout out to my Nittany Lions, who uh, scored an upset over Illinois this past week. Um, and basketball very exciting and also shout out to my basketball team that I follow collegiately UVA I'm wishing them well in their attempt to win the ACC crown over Duke today so had to get my little uh prelude to March Madness in because March Madness is gonna be in full swing when we're in State College Pam Yeah, oh, good. And it'll be (laughs) St. Patrick's Day weekend, so. That's right, Mm -hmm. that I do know, that
0: I do know. So watch out.
1: Now, we are not going to, we're not going up until Saturday afternoon, so we won't be podcasting from there, but um, we will be um, very excited and ready to go.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: So... (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's Shell's thing. If you have to say you're not
1: obsessed, you really are. <laughs> I believe Shell well, is talking about Betty's comment regarding Paul. Betty said, "I wonder how Paul keeps convinced. the cows warm and dry during these unpredictable weather." Although I think the obsessed also applies to your love of the of the Bruce. And then Shell um, uh-huh. said, "Neat. That's that's uh, not sure. Something I want to know about Betty." <laughs> 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 and
0: uh oh uh, you know they, there's a big head coach from Syracuse that retired this week yes and I a uh, company I worked for downly marketing uh for many many years uh one of my boss's uh sons was a walk-on to Syracuse under oh, ke- yeah
1: coach yeah, Something. it's, um, isn't his name, Jim, hold on, I, I see his face, but I'm trying to, uh, and they, mm-hmm. yeah, so, anyway, it, the question anyway. is, just because, Jim Jimbo,
0: there you go, Jimbo. But I, I just, I just, I, when he went, announced that he was retiring, I just mm-hmm. remember Ed's um, coming into the office, and he's like, "Oh, my son, my son, he would walk on at Syracuse."
1: That's a yeah. At
0: that, That's a it big was deal. it. You know, were, That is a big deal, especially at school like Syracuse, which had you know they're recruiting the basketball mm-hmm. players with scholarships and stuff. So that was a good thing.
1: Anyway. anyway, I know anyway. I saw that Brenda's excited about the March Madness, and <laughs>
0: I used to I used to run the pool where I
1: used to work. <laughs> <laughs> and Brenda said we saw Bruce at Jazz Fest here in NOLA. He's the buzz. Oh, that would have been fun. He is. Pam's non-obsession he with is. Bruce. Shell said. <laughs> this.
0: You know, I, you know, you know. I've seen. I saw him when I was very young. Mm-hmm. And he was unknown. I've, I've met him once. Uh, I saw him at big arenas. I've seen him on Broadway. Um,
1: and, uh, yeah. So. And Anna uh, so. says <laughs> when we're in college, we have to hit the creamery. And I assured her we will definitely hit the creamery. Um, that is on campus. And it is where the students in agriculture um, college uh, kind of Uh showcase what they learn. Um, It's the the Berkey Creamery, and they have amazing ice cream. They're known for their ice cream. Okay. And Jerry's went went to Penn State and learned ice cream. That's where they learned how to do their ice cream. There
0: you go. Prowess.
1: So, because um, mm-hmm. they had a certificate. And I see they a certificate, so cheeses and cool. all kinds of, they actually have food there as well, but oh, usually nice. that's a stuff yeah, that must do.
0: Speaking of which, if anybody's traveling up in the New York area around Poughkeepsie, mm-hmm. um, the Culinary Institute of America has some great restaurants on, on their. Canvas. That would be wonderful. And they, it goes anything from like a soda fountain type style to mm. fancy. So just an FYI. So if you're ever traveling up that way,
1: it's a good place to hit. I would love to do that. And I see that Cheryl's mm-hmm. joining us from Hotlanta. Good morning, Cheryl.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad to your baby uncle is doing yes. well.
1: Yes. That's. Really, really good. Continued uh, wellness for him and the fam. And absolutely. Ashley says, Little Dippers, where I live, has Penn State ice cream. Yum. Love soft serve. Mm. Uh, she's at church right now, Cheryl said. That is fine. Don't we'll worry about be quiet.
0: it. Yeah, absolutely. Until granddad, we'll, we'll said say a you Absolutely. So, anyway, so and we've got a pretty big chapter today, and it's a good one. It's a it juicy is. one. Um, SR packed a lot uh, into so this. We'll, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. CFP. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so, from, I'll start with from yes, the world of talk SR. a little bit
1: about SR's, SR's news.
0: Uh, the Macedonian readers can look forward to the Macedonian translation of Gabriel's Inferno from... Nicole I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, uh, Publishing House, and he has included the website, but he does not have a a release date yet. Uh, He's finishing up his current book and hopefully to have it released this year. More soon. Hmm. Well, I know he's giving little snippets every now and then of the story, which I'm finding very cool. I love that.
1: Um, I love
0: that. Yeah. And he says also, Gabriel's Redemption has wrapped filming, and I think we may see the first installment fairly soon, but I don't have a release day yet. His Lenten reading um, read-along continues. He's looking forward to joining our podcast on April 1st. And then again, thanks for all of your hard work on the podcast, and have a great weekend, SR.
1: SR's keeping us busy. And it's so exciting um, for him to say he thinks we may see the first installment fairly soon. I'm not expecting that for quite a while, but I love his positivity. I'm also really excited about the work he's doing on his current book. And -hmm. the fact he said more soon on that is very, very exciting.
0: Yes. Yes. And Brenda's saying that she's going out to Denver for the, the was it? The uh, books. Uh, Denver Reads uh, Books,
1: books over, or something. I wanted to say Books Over Denver. That's not right.
0: Uh, it, uh, but yes. it's in that area. The, the book yeah, event then, in and,
1: Denver. The and, and, and there's uh, mm-hmm. going to be um, a premiere as well. Yes, there of is. Of the new film from Passion Flicks.
0: And Betty wants to know if anybody got teary-eyed when they wrapped the filming last Sunday. Absolutely. Of Absolutely.
1: course. Thanks, Brenda. Readers take Denver. Readers
0: take Denver. Betty was, uh, or Shell was Niagara Falls. Uh, yeah, it was bittersweet. I mean, I, I'm i so happy for them that they finished it and they can relax because, they've you know, between Rapture and Redemption, they have been working really hard. And, of course, the... Pandemic that shut everything down for a while wasn't fun for them, but um, you know. So hopefully now you, Julio, know, I is gone back to Italy. I know he's uh, hoping to get his um, Dr. G skincare line up and running. And uh, I saw that um, Melanie was in L.A. and doing some stuff out there. So, and Dennis
1: tearing up. Oh, I think Brenda, that's I what... saw that. That's oh, what got me. That's what really got absolutely. me.
0: Absolutely. It really did. I mean, it was just it was just a beautiful thing. It really was. So. And I know that it was a labor of love for them. So, I'm I'm but I am happy that they're able now to go on and take a breather and, you know, Pick up their, pick up other uh, opportunities that they have going on. And be, after they have a little bit of a rest. So.
1: Anyway. Yes, as Shell said, it was a labor of love for them. Um. Mm-hmm. Truly, and Anna says, "I want a Dr. G hoodie like he wears." <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Put it out there.
0: Well, you know, you never know. Put it out there. I mean, you can direct mm-hmm. message him. Through Instagram, yep, and uh, I'm I'm sure he'll be making an announcement soon about that. So it'll be fun. I, and and he's gonna have a website. I think he's supposed to have a website. Um, I'm told that the product is gonna be available internationally. So if we want to get it here, we'll be able to. Um, and the price ranges I think go from about what do you say, six dollars to a hundred dollars or something that
1: yeah he's really so. keen on having it affordable and natural mm-hmm. absolutely which is really great absolutely
0: yeah dennis oh you just
1: you just want to hug i him. know he's you know i think his commitment to passion flicks and to storytelling is just beautiful it really mm-hmm. is really spectacular and we're lucky to have him
0: absolutely absolutely so you know
1: chapter I nine. Think it- sorry guys i had to get out and get back in and uh i'm not sure if you heard that background audio that picked up but mm-hmm. that's what it was right now
0: no, and what, you're you're having issues with your. Well, laptop. no. What I was
1: trying to do because, interestingly, and I don't know if you guys do you guys listen to the podcast on using your phone or is it on the laptop? It was still it was still showing that we were off air. Um, so I thought, mm-hmm. oh, let me see if I can refresh it, and it wasn't refreshing. So I just get out of the site and come back into the site, and of course, whenever I do that, it resets uh-huh. into. Um, into full sound, so. Um, but now I'm back because I couldn't. I couldn't see the when I reset it. I couldn't see the chat, and I di- I didn't want to miss out on what everyone was saying. Betty's saying Julian knows mm-hmm. how to get the ladies' attention. All he has to say is skincare, and we all want to talk to him. Let's be honest, Betty. Absolutely, we all wanted to talk to him before he said skincare. <laughs> That's true. He's such a great soul. But such we digress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Michelle noted she had issues well, with the new and, too, And Cheryl says phone, I'm listening yeah. to phone. Yep. When I was when I was listening to the podcast that our dear Betty and Perling did, as well as the podcast that Pam did with Kez and Dana, I always listen on the phone too. It's much easier. So mm-hmm. Really,
0: really glad. I yeah. I I do it right through the laptop, but um, I know that the new interface that they have for their website to go in is, is a little different. Um, it 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 definitely doesn't show all the listeners because last week I went into the my phone's app, mixer app, and just to look at it, and um, they did. Uh, yeah, there were there there were. A lot of guest listeners last week too, which was very nice and and, and wonderful. So people should you sign up, you know. And, but you don't see everybody who's on there. Yep. Your...
1: Anyway, you sign up to, to be able to be on on the chat because that's the fun part. That's that's true. Um, that's true. And <laughs> Shell said he had me at Miss Mitchell. <laughs> Betty <laughs> said I wonder if Passion Place will finally te- release a team Paul mug before the last film comes out. Hey, it is worth making the push for for Team Paul to Allie. I would you I can, would send can, that recommendation or request and put it in the founding members lounge, Betty. You never know. And she said, if Lauren doesn't, Lauren has Hollywood her, Betty, they will not release. <laughs> like that uh,
0: we all we all have our opinions.
1: I love it. So let's. Uh, yeah move on to the chapter, shall we? Since we have such a big one. Sure. Um, this is where it starts getting good. Uh, as you remember, Gabriel and Julia had their night in the tiny little rooms and the can- on the campus. A lot. And this chapter starts in the morning after breakfast in Magdalene's dining room. Gabriel looked over at Julia's shoes, of course, never one to miss a good podiatric moment, as Pam put it, and suggested um, about taking a cab because he did not want her to change her shoes, which were these beautiful stilettos, and uh, he would rather pay for cab fare than uh, not uh, get to see his, his wife in these beautiful heels. Because as we know, Gabriel loves his podiatric moments, loves, loves, loves loves the heels. So they chatted on the way um, over. Julia really just was taken by everything. She thought this was a dream come true for her. She'd never imagined having the chance to go to Oxford, let alone being able to present a paper on her research there. So I mean, this is a huge moment for her, which I also think explains some of her nerves and some of her skittishness um, over the prior couple weeks and months as she was preparing for this. <laughs> and Betty says, Gabriel, I'm glad you've been considerate of Julia and wanted to get a cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it was very Paul like of him, wasn't it, Betty?
0: <laughs> yes, I th- but I think I think Paul would have told him to uh, told her to take the
1: shoes off. I yeah, he would say do what you want to do, but I think she chose them because she wanted to wear them. It wasn't because she wanted to have to impress Gabriel in her heels. She liked no because she, she wanted and she
0: wanted to make an impression exactly. too. Let's
1: face it. So as they were so, driving oh. over and she was kind of excited about, she suddenly felt the weight of expectations on her shoulders and she got the nerves, right? Right before a big presentation, You sometimes that happens. And Gabriel, in an attempt to soothe her, said she'd worked very hard on her paper and this was a reward for her um, to be here at this place. And As they passed the Ashmolean Museum, Gabriel's eyes lit up and I think this was a great way for him to try and distract her and make her laugh. And He wondered what type of trouble they could get into there. As he pointed to the museum. Uh, <laughs> there are a couple good spots if you wants suggestions uh, from Pam. <laughs> I went through and did you I identify did. <laughs> did you identify spots? Maybe Maybe. And uh, as Shell said, being a connoisseur of fine footwear, uh, Gabriel uh, must take a moment. (laughs) And Betty said, if I were Julie, I would pack flats in my tote bag for whenever the stilettos feel unbearable. I I do that too, Betty. I think that's a good idea. Anna loves the shoes. I walk in, take them off, and put the flats (laughs) on. And she said, Paul could carry Julia. He has strong arms. I'm sure the professor could, too. But I don't think she wants to be carted um, into her lecture (laughs) being toted around by her husband. (laughs) Um, And Brenda said, if the professor asked her to take them off, his voice might be sultry and lead to other things. Well, that's why there's the Ashmolean Museum. As he recalled at the museum, there was a place or two that were nice locations for a tryst. And she blushed at the suggestion and made him happy that he could still make her blush, especially after a couple of days previously, um, as he mentioned, that they had tangled against a wall by the Elgin marbles. And I loved SR's little snarky Snarky remark. remark. (laughs) The marbles had yet to recover. (laughs) So... (laughs) The Emersons, once again, uh, marking their territory in all of the museums in uh, the Oxford and London area. Um, I, just, I just think it's so funny that he, he slides those in. Um, and we actually, you know, asked us our... Um, as uh, he was writing and and considering this chapter, why did he select St. Anne's as the venue for Julius Lecture? And he said, St. Anne's is known for being a conference venue. It's one of the newer colleges. I thought it would be a good place. I recently discovered that Sister Wendy Beckett, who penned the Lenten art history book I'm reading, went to St. Anne's and Tolkien sat on her final examination board. That is very cool. Um, so I'm going to put that in and I'm seeing that Brenda said, Betty, we already know Gabriel can hold Julie up with as many on the wall sex scenes as we've seen by now. So Paul has no chance. (laughs) And yes, they're looking for Waldo marking the spot. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Brenda, you're on fire today, girl. And Anna says, I'm sure Gabriel fits Julianne's stilettos with comfy insoles like Princess Kate wears.
0: (laughs) Well, Princess Kate also has these special stockings that I think they, you know how like you can get those Mm slip-free socks that you can wear around the house? I think she has stuff like that put on her tights, as they call them in in Great Britain, and so that her feet don't slide in the Mm -hmm. um, shoe, number one. That makes sense. Uh, number two, uh, they they use like a an Asper cream type of thing on the balls of their feet, and they also tend to buy the buy the shoes. And this I read in Vogue, British Vogue, something like that, a, a, like a half a size larger, because one of the reasons why I don't wear them. But um, the this gives you your foot a a, a breathable chance of being somewhat comfortable. Aye. Uh-huh. So, and also when you have when you have them <laughs> made for yourself, at you know that, that that helps a lot too. And I'm sure she does get a lot of her shoes. Oh, I'm made. sure.
1: That makes a big difference too. Yeah. Yes. hmm And and um. And, and Anna's I- saying um or i betty rather is saying good point brenda but to me paul will always be the one so no matter what the professor does i won't be impressed by him sorry not sorry (laughs) well as the emersons are getting out of their cab they're arriving at saint anne's college gabriel helped julia to tea and a coffee for himself as they walked in Um, And there were a group of academics that he introduced her to, as well as a couple of Oxford professors. So they're making their rounds as they enter the building. Um, And yes, Anna, custom equals comfortable, 100%. As the time grew closer, Gabriel put his hand on the small of her back to urge her ahead. And she took a few steps and then stopped at the familiar laugh that she heard. Ah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cackle. The evil one. The CFP mm-hmm. has returned. As she, Julia looked mm-hmm. ahead and a group of men, she saw her. She was tall and lithe in a tweed suit. Her raven hair captured their attention. For once, the four inch heels that made her long legs longer did not agree with the professor. He was not impressed. She laughed until a man with black hair and very tan skin began whispering something in her ear and then his eyes focusing on the Emersons. Fuck, Gabriel muttered under his breath. He sent Krista Peterson and Professor Giuseppe Paciani a thunderous look. So things are going down. Things are going down at the conference. conference. Uh, As Uh, as she said, CFP, the villainous we love to hate, Elena said. She shall not be named, Brenda said. Ooh, drama, Betty said. (laughs) The evil cackle of CFP. Mm -hmm. Definitely a cackle, Anna said. Cod swallop, Brenda noted. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that tackle. Absolutely. I cannot wait to hear how Chris, uh, Krista, how Margot pulls that off because she'll do a great job in this scene. She will really do a great she job. Um, Betty said, I can imagine being in the crowd and watching everything with um, <laughs> matriculate attention. And <laughs> show goes, mm-hmm. she's in the house. But <laughs> oh, yeah, has been thrown, Anna. Has been thrown, Anna noted. And drama always follows CFP, as Ashley so aptly puts it. And you are right. She is causing it. So more than one man stared at Julia. And Julia looked at the reaction of the men as they looked at her. And she knew. She knew. They looked at her with some resting their eyes on her hips or her breast. They were casing her and checking her out. She released Gabriel's hand to button her suit jacket up a bit more. And she could tell that she clearly did not live up to the young, delectable graduate student that had slept with her professor and gotten involved in a scandal. She was not living up to the hype that they had just heard, the lies they had just heard. And there was even a look of disappointment in some of their eyes. This did not sit well with Gabriel. Gabriel was going to settle this once and for all. But Julia dug her hand into her arm and whispered, May I talk to you? After he said, and she also whispered to him, You cannot not hear. So... Betty says I can picture Snarky broadcasting everything through a cyber cam. <laughs> true. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, with a and Anna with a play-by-play <laughs> sideboard. <laughs> I know really. It, it, it actually that could be pretty funny if they did that as a some kind of funny outtake. Um, as a joke, yes. Uh-huh. So um, we had asked SR as the uh, as they came into the building. What type of tea and cookies did they enjoy, Betty? I was channeling you when I asked that question. For tea and cookies, Catherine drinks Darjeeling with lemon, never milk. And I think she likes the Scottish shortbread. So that's what she had out. At the. Um, that's what she had out. I think,
0: I think the coffee is great. Or the tea, the uh, cookies are great. I like shortbread mm. cookies. They used to make them. Many years ago, I lost my uh, special thing
1: I before. love, I love shortbread, and I love the tea I love as well. Tea.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For now, Chris, of voice is coming to them. Trouble in paradise? I guess the honeymoon did not last very long. And she's sneering at them, and, uh, and Julia, mm, not that I'm she's surprised. She's so wicked. I know. I can just imagine that. that Like maybe a little bit of a sassy mm-hmm. hand on the hip doing it. Um, so <clears throat> she, uh, Julia tried pulling Gabriel away, but he stood there with the anger just coming off him in the waves. He said, I'd like a word, Miss Peterson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so now... The hooch is grabbing onto Paciani like she needs right. protection from that mean mm. Professor Emerson. And we
1: love ourselves some Christian Vitt as Paciani. He's gonna play that yes. role perfectly in this scene. <laughs> he will. He will. <laughs> That's right. Betty says so, the scene is going to be our Super Bowl. All eyes would be on Team Emerson. Brenda said she needs a good stat. the uh, eye. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. She needs a lot of things.
0: So anyway, so she said she had told him not after what happened in, in Toronto. If you have something to say and you need to right. say it in front of witnesses. Because
1: she's so defensive. And
0: uh, she leaned toward him. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. It's tough, you know. She leaned toward him uh, while still holding on to Pacciani. It isn't in your interest to make a mm-hmm. scene, she told him. She had found out that he had been involved in other things after he resigned, like he was interested in BDSM.
1: Ooh.
0: And she didn't know that Professor Ann Singer was his dome. And there was a hush surrounding her. I can just imagine everybody else not lo- mm-hmm. just looking at her. Looking at him, like, oh my God, you know, really? And because uh, I think what it wasn't Paul concerned about that in uh, Rapture oh, yeah. with Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. With
0: uh, the professor. Voting, mm-hmm. Oh, the
1: hose, a scared mouse now. And, and Brenda noted she wasn't afraid of his wardrobe choices for him, but made him look like a douche. But I guess that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We know mm-hmm. Christian in real life is. Very, very stylish. Very, yeah. Hey, he's a nice Really, guy. really great. He's a nice Just like guy. Margot, you know. They're in just real old, life. They're they're great. Yeah, she's a lovely sweetie. people, but boy, they can play a wicked character. That's for sure.
0: And just remember that if you see Christian Vitt, don't get between <laughs> him and Kenzie. <laughs> uh, I think, <laughs> as I, I one learned the yeah. <laughs> <a> hard way. <laughs> <laughs> but it is true that Kenzie does have quite
1: the quite the crush on Christian. It's very cute.
0: Yes, she does. It is. So, um so they so you know, she takes Julie takes his hand and goes around to him you know, and it just you know, says let's go. Mm-hmm. Please. And, you know, but he's like, he's like fuming. I can just see the steam coming out of his I know, his and Betty's
1: saying, quietly chanting, and- fight, 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 fight. <laughs> and Alina says, don't you just want to strangle CFP at this point? And Betty said, Paul was right to be of concerned, course. but he didn't go spreading the rumors to the whole faculty. No, he didn't. And so- not at all. Not at all.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so... Uh, you know, so she, she she's like trying to pull him away. He's too mad and it took every ounce of self-control for Gable not to lunge toward her and grab her by the neck. She then lifted her voice and saying that she was looking forward to Julia's paper. And wasn't unusual, wasn't it unusual that a first year student be included in such a conference? You know, she's trying to make it worse than when it is, and so she, you know, she goes on. Uh, how did you manage it? She asked. Julia paused, and she looked back over her shoulder and said, "Professor Pickton had invited her." Now, being the bitch that Chris is, she said she was surprised that it, he, she hadn't asked Gabriel to speak. And that uh, he had written he probably had written her paper and after all, she was probably repeating things that he had talked about and Julie responded that she did her own research. So as as she's looking at Gabriel's back, Krista sarcastically says, I'm sure you do and as she uh, but your research can help you with write a lecture. Unless you're telling us about all the professors you slept with in order to get into Harvard, like Ooh, the guan, oh, the gauntlet is now it is, is down. Oh, it is down. Um,
1: it's uh, it's ridiculous, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Shell said, "I'm surprised that Catherine didn't have to hand out bibs for all the drooling brain adult academics who were there watching this whole scene." Mm. <laughs> and from everything I've heard, they're the biggest group of gossip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Shell said, I would say it's not all that hard to be your spark. And Betty's saying, ooh, fight, Can fight, we, fight. We, fight. We, I, mean, I mean, Julia has stood up Julia, for her own I mean, academic her own prowess, prowess, prowess before. Prowess. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, honest, and Krista saying stuff like that is so, is it's, so it's, it's it's so detrimental to Krista's own academic career. So at this point, I'm wondering if she's even at all still interested in pursuing this or if she's just on a vendetta, a vendetta, vendetta,
0: Well, I think, I think that's the whole reason why she even went to Oxford, because if you remember, Pat Johnny said he had something to go to in the spring and would she, would she like to mm-hmm. meet him there? So, and knowing that, Gabriel was going to be there I'm sure she she
1: was like mm. oh yes or she's still trying to get Gabriel. So, I mean forcing saying CFP needs to be tripped oops not sorry my foot is a mind of its own <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. academic gossip and vying for position is so real Anna notes yeah true and mm-hmm. Brenda says she's dug her grave she just wants to catch she's playing the cat and mouse game yeah that's a good point Brenda She's going after. Is, she's going after is. Gabriel. She's yeah. thinking with her lady bits, not her brain. Shell yeah. said, bits, brain. and Betty said, Julia's too much of a lady. I don't know if I could keep my cool. I yeah. Uh,
0: I with everything that he's going on. So we yes, asked, what was Krista's motive for antagonizing Gabriel, and why did she call out Julia and discredit her in, in the midst of their peers? Sar responded saying Krista wrongly thinks that by demeaning Julia, it will make her better. As Catherine pointed out, Krista is acting out of jealousy and it's completely unprofessional. She resents Julian and is angry that for Gable for ruining her chances to compete, complete her PhD in Toronto. Mm. Because when she went to Columbia, she had to take a step down. Right. That's true. So, so, So Gabriel let go of Julia's hand, turned with fury in his eyes, and he proceeded to tell her that you do not speak to my wife like that. Do you understand?
1: (laughs) The scene's going so good. Oh my (laughs)
0: God! It it reminds me of the cafe scene Mm. in Inferno. But
1: this is even more. So Krista
0: was. I think. I know. So Krista, with a perverse sense of amusement, saying, "Temper, temper, Gabriel."
1: Betty's <laughs> saying, "Me, he, hold me, Paul, or someone'll lose her extensions right now." <laughs> and self <laughs> so saying, "See if he's thinking her pheromones will <laughs> save her."
0: <laughs> oh yeah, right. So he told her, "My name is Professor Emerson," with the emphasis on professor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So Jewel. So then Julia stepped between them. She puts his hands on his chest, under his bow tie. And it said, uh, and and Gable's like growling like a dragon, ready to breathe fire. Get out of my Mm -hmm. way. For me, Julia begged. But before Gable could say anything, an authoritative voice bellowed from his elbow. What is the meaning of this? (laughs) Mm. And there stood to his right a white-haired, short, impeccably styled, gray-blue eyes with gray-blue eyes glistening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then she glared at Professor Pacciani, and then Krista asking, Who are you? (laughs) And uh, so she's like... Enter
1: Catherine, as Anna says.
0: Enter Catherine, yep. So Krista immediately extended her hand and said she was Krista Peterson from Columbia that they had met at the University of Toronto. Catherine ignored her hand, saying she knew the faculty at Columbia and she was not one of them. So at that, Krista turns red, takes her hand back and said she was a graduate student. Catherine snapped saying that she should not present herself as anything other than a student. You aren't from Columbia, you attend yeah, I Columbia. love I
1: love that. I love that. I love her her total owning. Um, the the scene. I, oh, yeah. um, Brenda's saying this is going to be everything in the movie. Floor saying oh, Floor saying can't absolutely. wait to see the scene live. Enter Superwoman. Mm. Ellie, good morning, Ellie saying Woman, CFP yep. is narcissistic and disrespectful mm-hmm. and delusional. She still thinks she can get Gabriel <laughs> to come to her and she digs her own grave with Paciani and uh, her attack, her academic life, <laughs> and Betty's Absolutely. saying, "Professor Picton, Krista, who?" <laughs> <laughs> and Elena also said, "This is going to be epic." <laughs> Shell saying, "CFP burned," <laughs> and uh, Ellie's loving is. how Catherine knocks her down on ev- at every peg. At every mm-hmm. every peg, yep. So she says, "I repeat." Why are
0: you here? <laughs> when she didn't answer, she stepped close to her, saying, Are you hard of hearing? I asked yeah, I you can a question. I could see her doing this too. I could do that. Be yeah, so definitely. Be so good. What are you doing here insulting my guests? So now Chris is like faltered. She's feeling the energy shift mm-hmm. in the room. She's not the center of good attention anymore or gossipy attention. I oh, should exactly. Say. Uh, and she said, "Well, I'm here to attend your your mm-hmm. event,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he, but this even took Professor Pacciani back.
1: Oh yeah, because he knows,
0: and, <laughs> and and he's, in, he's in trouble. He now. does. He's in trouble now. At this point, Catherine said her name was not on the guest list, and she had not <laughs> invited her." Mm. That's when the professor Pacciani stepped in and says, Excuse me, Professor Picton. She is with me. <laughs> and as he bowed and takes her hand, he tries to kiss her hand. She waved him off to me dismissively.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Ashley's saying, Picton is my spirit animal. <laughs> Brenna mm-hmm. says, Cod, swallow. Uh-huh. Betty's saying, uh-huh. Popcorn for this scene. And oh, snap, Picton is not playing. <clears throat> Better eat humble pie, Krista. So, uh-huh. Catherine continues. As a companion of yours, Giuseppe, her attendance is excusable, but teach her some manners. She then turns to Krista. She knew the havoc she wreaked in her, Toronto. Her lies almost destroying my department. She should follow the rules of decorum or she will be removed. Do you understand? <laughs> oh my god, this Sumi's is so good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, as as um, Shell says, I love Picton's disdain. Anna's mm-hmm. saying CFP is melting like the Wicked Witch. Paciani's next to get his due.
0: <laughs> get his due. Yeah, and Ellie's also saying, Oh, she also loved how Chris uh, Catherine Chester attacked Johnny." Oh,
1: completely. Mm-hmm. She then turned to the Pachiani. And told him in fluent Italian that if his guest upset her guests in any way, he would be held personally accountable. She added that she had a perfect and unforgiving memory. (laughs) And Snarky responded that she was correct. Capisce? As she glared at him through his glasses... Serto, professor, was his response. His downturned face was drawn and angry. He's pissed at Krista. He is really angry because Krista oh, yeah. is calling and calling attention to herself, which is looking reflecting very poorly on him. When, mm-hmm. and he doesn't
0: have as great a reputation in the Dante field right. as as uh, Emerson. <laughs> but he so. says
1: Pickton. Nobody puts the Emersons in the corner.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now <had> the <laughs> so Catherine,
1: um, you know, when Krista was continued that she was the injured party, when I was in Toronto, Catherine went and cut her off at the knees and said, God, swallow it. I am old, but I am not senile. I recognize a woman scorned when I saw she recognized a woman scorned when she saw one. And so should everyone else. (laughs) Catherine just laid it out so beautifully. Mm -hmm. She also extended her scathing looks to all the other men around them who surrounded Krista eager for the gossip. What's more, she added, that inviting yourself to an invitation-only event is unprofessional to the extreme. This isn't a fraternity party. She then turned to look around the room, but some of the onlookers started backing up. (laughs) <laughs> they didn't want to be in her mm-hmm. in her bad graces. In her
0: bad Well, I have to laugh because Anne is saying that uh, <laughs> uh, Catherine just took his balls in hand and squeezed. You're right. You're right. I mean, she went full out, and
1: Ellie said, "I would never say that Krista deserves what she gets from um, GP, but she definitely put herself in danger." Um, yes, she did. You tell them, Lady Picton, Betty said, or from Catherine Picton. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so, and then she's looking at Krista and she said she was quite done onlookers seemed shell shocked as if they had seen a wrestling mud match. And the winner was a five foot feisty septuagenarian. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So she reached around to Julia after the scene putting her arm around her stiff shoulders, asking her how the flight was, giving a squeeze and then she shook Gabriel's hand. He told her they had spent a few days in London and he kissed Catherine's cheek and tried to force a smile but failed. Catherine began that she was not impressed with the riffraff that the administrators had admitted. She was going to have to speak with the conference organizers. It was bad enough that you young people had to deal with such a person, but to have to endure her in public, what a ridiculous girl. Um, I love the fact that she just categorized her. She really just categorized her so perfectly there, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anna says, love when the elderly can say it like it is. (laughs) Betty said, wait a minute, we're so invited here too, right, Lady (laughs) Picton? <laughs> and Clor just says, Preach. Preach. Yes. Preach picked in. Preach. So she looked at Julia and her eyes softened. She said she'd buy them a drink later in the evening. And she felt that it was time for her and Julian to have a talk. And this jarred Julian out of her quietude. And Gabriel thought that was very generous and offered to take her to dinner. And she thanked Gabriel, but she said, I want to have a chat with Julia first, <laughs> more or less, alone. <laughs> yes. Girl talk. And she suggested that after the lecture, Julia come and find her and they would walk over to the bird and the baby. And as she took her leave, she was immediately surrounded by other academics. And... We asked SR at this point, did Julia have any idea why Catherine wanted to see her before dinner? And he said, no, Julian has no idea why Catherine wishes to speak to her. So stay tuned. Uh-huh. First, so, girl talk. <laughs> First girl talk. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. Uh, it takes a moment for Julie to regain her composure. She's leaning on Gabriel. Julia was so embarrassed. Mm -hmm. She felt like she should never have answered Krista and just walk away. But Gabriel, on the other hand, was sorry that Catherine (laughs) intervened. He would have liked to have had a word or two with her. So Gabriel looked around and lowered his mouth to her ear. He told her that she stood up for herself, which was the right thing to do. And he was not going to stand there and let her call you Mm -hmm. a whore and julie suggested that they if they had walked away they wouldn't have been mm-hmm. said but Gabriel called bs on that saying that she was already slandering them and uh,
1: you had already right, said right right cuz so. she got the uh, she got she the was, word from paul that she was talking about them at other yeah, conferences yeah. and i have to say kudos to, to paul for giving her a heads up for i thought letting that you know. was very mm-hmm. much the friend thing to do and i, I think mm-hmm. that was important for him to share with her so she knew and Gabriel knew what was going on um, and as Anna noted mm-hmm. surrogate mama professor will take charge and Betty said I doubt Pipton wants to talk to Julia about the sound she heard from across the hall coming from Julia and Gabriel's bedroom right <laughs> <laughs> Betty
0: <laughs> well I doubt that Pipton was even across mm. the hall <laughs> and Julia's
1: insecurities did not help her in this situation Elena said and she said, thank you. Paul was a, and has been a good friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, Anna said, nope, they couldn't walk away. Fight the flames. Yep, you have to call it out. You have Absolutely. to
0: address it. Absolutely. At some point, in some so way. So now, so Julie's a little peeved saying that she, she had asked him mm-hmm. to stop. And Gabriel reminded her that that was not going to let that happen. And he clenched his jaw, released it, saying it's not a fight that was exactly what she wanted. She was spoiling for a fight. And you gave it to her, Julia, said to him. Uh, now she has to stand up in front of everybody who witnessed that embarrassing scene. And she had, she had to look over at um, Krista and Gabriel felt that if he had said nothing, it would have looked like he agreed mm-hmm. with Krista. Julia said, I asked you to stop and you brush me off. I'm your wife, not a speed
1: bump. I love that line. I and, love that
0: line. Mm-hmm. and she clutched her Fendi bag and proceeded to follow the crowd into the theater.
1: End chapter. So there's still a couple more End chapter. A couple comments here. Shell asked, weren't they under a gag order or was that just at U of T? And I think it was just in Toronto during the um, trial. During the trial. Right, while they when, were doing the um, investigating, I, I believe.
0: And and, and I, uh, I think with Krista's background, even if if the gag order was still mm-hmm. in place, she still would have said something.
1: Right. Right. Because it's Krista. And Anna mm-hmm. n- reminded us that, oh, Picton was in the nice hotel. And... Shell said, do not talk about the confederacy of dunces. The confederacy? <laughs> um, Betty said, otherwise, Krista's confession of Gabriel's sexual preferences with Singer would had been embarrassing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anna, Anna. Julia's bothers Anna. <laughs> she said, oh, shut up, Julianne. I don't know. I feel like in this instance it's tough right i think i'd be frustrated if if i didn't want my husband to blow up in front of public i and i asked him to you know try and take a step back and calm down um to take at least catch his breath and then talk to her about it and it says your husband will forever champion you and fight for you which is true he will
0: But I also think that part of that is because of um, who, you know, Julia is like, I'm sure she's scared to death about giving this lecture. I mean, it's her first one. She's probably nervous Mm -hmm. as hell and, you know, in a stage fright kind of way. And now she's got this whole thing going on. It's probably hit her. She hasn't really been able to think about Mm -hmm. it either. So it's probably hit her pretty, pretty hard, and I think that's what she's getting upset about. Because if this hadn't happened, then maybe things would have been a little bit more
1: calm. Right. This is kind of a distraction she didn't want to deal with. Right. In the midst and her giving this kind of a lecture, Brenda says he was defending right. her. Right. And I, her. I mean, and he and she
0: wasn't thinking well enough into it. Said to to. to See what Gabriel was doing for her. Well, because she was probably still so tired, you know.
1: In a way, would just be. I don't know. I mean, I'd want to. And she started to say, you know, I do my own work. I do, you know. She was she was defending herself Mm -hmm. in some way, Um, but. Gabriel is her husband and he does have a commitment to her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's what most uh, Bren is saying. He's defending her honor. Um, Betty said, I get why Gabriel's loading his temper losing his temper. He's not used to holding back. Elena said in Gabriel's mind he's just addressing his wife's honor. However, Julia knows he'll be over the top, difficult to balance here. Thankfully Picton in intervenes. Um, mm-hmm. Ellie said I think it went down and how she is should. the key it was also good that Catherine took over the fight in this moment her whole thing was to build up Julia in the moment as it isn't easy to be a woman in the academic world she needed to be empowered so Gabriel's defense was nice mm-hmm. but also showed him trying to dominate again I know I guess that's where I was struggling a little bit Ellie because it's almost like it's she's not standing up for herself as she his his power was overseeing her efforts to stand up for herself. Um, but again, it also had affected him. You know, it wasn't just her being c- called into question um, in the situation. Um, Betty said they're still adjusting to each other's temperaments. They need more time to learn how to fight together and when to step down. They
0: need time on Anna's yes, couch. They do.
1: Maybe frustrated, but quit thinking being the little mouse and walking away from every confrontation will work. She can't stand up and fight herself. She's young and naive and out of CFP's league in the bitch world, unless she's bitching to Gabriel. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, they need more time on your couch, Anna.
1: (laughs) Well, I just know I I do love the fact that Gabriel's just not going to let... Krista get away with trashing his wife. You know, not mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> and Anna says, yes, Pam. Shell said he should have listened to Julia, <laughs> but Julia needs to allow him to be himself and stop acting like he's the problem. That's a good point, too. Free sessions, Anna said, <laughs> mm-hmm. as if he's the problem. <laughs> um, no, I, I think I, that's but, also know, Julia's aversion I, I, I to... Fighting, to, fighting. to fighting, right? Floor said he also. Didn't I mean, if you slow down, dirty confrontation to take away from Julia's reputation, that witch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're right, mm-hmm. Floor. But you know the other the other, but the other thing is too is when if you look at Julia's background, I mean her her younger informative years were. Around an alcoholic mother and her many boyfriends. So it was always, you, you're you going to shy away from any fight. You don't want that around you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and as, even though she has been going through therapy and maybe not together with Gabriel, but you would hope that it, it would have built her up to a point where you can go and fight. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it does... I just, I just know from all from people around me that there are people that have the aversion of, of fighting back because of the fact that the, the way they grew up, it was fighting back was not a good thing experience for them, and it affects you. It does. Anyway, That's it my, does. that's my, that's my, that's my ten cents. The psychiatrist is in. talk. <laughs> <sighs> I love it. Well, yeah, you would have loved it this week for two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour conversations with one person. Ah. Anyway. Very, very good. Uh, psychiatrists and ten-centers.
1: Are we calling you, are we calling uh-huh. you uh, Lucy now? Yes.
0: yes. <laughs> Although I won't take the football away from Charlie Brown.
1: <laughs> well, and, and Anna notes Julian has serious issues with personal doubt. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and that I get look they're growing together and they're going to need to grow together and they I, I do think the whole ambushed point is a good one that Betty raised though too this was an invitation only event Krista was not supposed to be here so the fact mm-hmm. that she wiggled her way through Pacciani to get there did throw them off so they weren't prepared absolutely They knew it was out there, they've talked about it, but they weren't prepared to be smacked in the face with it as soon as they walked in. So
0: No, they didn't So I
1: can't wait to see what happens next. Catherine though I know Queen rules the day. I think she I think she truly did throw Krista off of her game. I think Krista did not realize she was going to meet her match. I think she 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 uh, baited Gabriel like she wanted to, and got the reaction she wanted to out of him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I don't think she saw. I, I think don't think that she call, saw Catherine Picton coming. No, she did not. And
0: which, thank God for Catherine. Mm-hmm. So. By the way, I wanted to let everybody know that today, March 11th, is the release day from for John Bender. He finally finished all his Saturday detentions from the movie The
1: Breakfast Club. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's hilarious.
0: So, I just thought I'd pass that on. John alarm. Bender. He's,
1: uh-huh. so, again, free at last. so, again,
0: free at last. Free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, free at last.
1: <laughs> and uh, as Betty noted, Picked and stole the show. She proved why she's on top, and her peers respect her. CFP was ambushed by the best, Elena noted. And this was orchestrated by Paciani and CFP. Wait till Pacciani sees how he's been used by CFP. The Italian sleeves won't be happy. So true, Anna. No, he won't. Not at all. all. (laughs) And Flora said, no way, Pam. Do you remember that? mm
0: -hmm, Well, you know, these things are important. Uh, John Bender, it was probably what? See, that movie was what, 84?
1: That movie, I'm just looking up the 85. I was looking up IMDb. 85, Mm -hmm. okay. So that is 95,
0: 2005, 2015. So that would make him in close to 50 years old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. If, uh, if you've uh, never watched it, here's the trailer on IMDb. And, and just for the record, I fell in love
0: with Judd Nelson in this movie. Oh, yeah. So. So, just for the record. I have no doubt. And Jim Langworthy was very much... <laughs> <laughs> huh? <laughs> so, but
1: that's beside the point. I love it. Anyway, I love it. Yes. Well, and Shell. So, I um, want another point to raise before we close here. She said being invited sure. by Catherine Pickney should have been a sign that Julia had merit. And you know what? You are right about that. The fact she was on that agenda mm-hmm. spoke volumes. So, Absolutely,
0: totally right. But I, as I'm sure she didn't think about it that way, though.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, she typically wouldn't,
0: you know. No, so she wouldn't. But it was good. It was good. So anyway, gang, um, we will be back next week, and uh, chapter nine, th- chapter chapter
1: ten. Or it is chapter ten now. Start it?
0: of chapter ten, anyway. Mm-hmm. The start of chapter ten, anyway. Yes, and because uh, that's a, it's a long chapter we'll have to break up. <clears throat> so we will get back with you then, and uh, so I'm going to leave us with a, a, a very uh, psychotic song, actually, when I when you think about it, and that's the Doors' "The End." It is kind of uh, psych- psychotic, but mm-hmm. anyway. <laughs> Coyote does wonderful things, maybe.
1: <laughs> it's so good to see everybody. Thanks for joining me.